Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Welcome to this week's MRN Crew Call. I'm Alex Hayden. How does this COVID-19 pandemic shutdown affected the smaller race teams? Well, we'll visit with Mason St. Hilaire, General Manager of Go Fast Racing, that and much more as they prepare for Darlington, coming up on MRN Crew Call. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. We welcome you back to MRN Crew Call. I'm Alex Hayden. Joined now via Zoom conferencing is Mason St. Hilaire, General Manager of Go Fast Racing. Mason, first of all, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on MRN. Yeah, thank you, Alex. Just, uh, you know, just sitting here at the desk today. Got in early this morning. Just uh, kind of taking it day by day until we start racing again uh, next Sunday. Well, you did mention you just got there, got to the desk. So what has it been like for a small race team and what have you been doing with yourself, more importantly, before you've been able to get back to the desk? Yeah, so, um, you know, we're, we're a small group. We've got 17 guys. We're in uh, 9,000 square feet. So under all the rules and regulations, uh, we can bring everybody back, which has been good. Um, you know, definitely need everybody to get all these cars uh, ready to get going. Um, some of the big precautions we've taken, you know, we're all wearing masks. We're all doing our due diligence. Uh, you know, just had some people over from the Charlotte Observer come over and kind of, you know, adhere to what we were doing and see, you know, everything is going on. So Alexander did a good job putting a, a nice article out for us. So, um, you know, we're just keeping keeping our distance, um, you know, sanitizing, uh, staying clean, you know, making sure that uh, everybody's getting their jobs done and, and working forward towards, uh, towards Darlington, uh, not only on Sunday, but then again on, uh, on Wednesday. As the general manager of this, not just race team, but as a business, these are unprecedented times, Mason. How do you even prepare and how do you even get a plan together going forward, given the fact that you've had so many restrictions and so many guidelines to have to adhere to? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think the good thing is, is that nobody's ever seen this. You know, I'm only 31 years old, but at the same time, I've never seen this. But my father's 61 years old, and he goes, I've never seen this. I got a guy in my shop that's 73 years old, and he goes, I've never seen this. So I think at the same time, we're all in the same boat, rowing the same direction. Um, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. We come up with a schedule. You know, like NASCAR said, I think the best word that we've used is fluid. I mean, the situation is fluid. You just make an agenda. You say, all right, based off knowledge that I know today, these are the cars, these are the races, and then we just kind of move forward from there. We're very adaptive. Everybody has to be. I think, you know, you either learn to be adaptive in these times or you're built that way. So, I mean, you don't have much else of a choice. So, we, uh, you know, we got an agenda. We know what races are coming up. We know what cars we want to put there. We're luckily, you know, we were in Atlanta, you know, with a car ready to go, motor sitting it and everything. 
Um, you know, we we're going to go to Homestead the following weeks. So we had another intermediate track sitting there with a motor in it again. So when we had to stop production of everything, take that month off, you know, we came back to two cars that were set up. I think, you know, even the big teams, we sat in a lot of, a lot of different conferences and a lot of different, um, um, you know, a lot of different groups to get racing back going again. Even the big team said, you know, hey, look, this Atlanta car that's trimmed out, you know, hey, it's trimmed for Atlanta, but we're taking it to Darlington, you know, with the way everything's gone. So everybody's in the same boat. So you just kind of put chassis in line, keep moving forward. And as things change, you just work with them. In a perfect world, though, the cars that you're going to take to Darlington, were those necessarily going to be the, the chassis you would expect to have taken? Should we go back and run your typical Darlington race uh, Labor Day weekend for the Bojangles Southern 500? Or is this one of those situations? You use the term adapting to it. Is this one of those situations you just simply had to adapt to? Yeah, I think, you know, you got to adapt to it. I think at the same time, you can bring any car you want to Darlington and trim it out the way you want, but you ain't coming back with the right side. So I don't know if it really matters, you know? <laughs> like, you can trim it out any way you want, but I think, you know, it's going to come back with nose damage and no right side on it. So I think, um, you know, taking our Atlanta car there is no big deal. Um, I'm actually really excited, you know, in terms of just, I mean, we're rolling that thing off the truck, and you're going to see what you got right off the bat. And, you know, we've been, fortunately for where we run, pretty solid coming off the truck. So, you know, I've seen some big teams that haven't rolled off the truck quite so hot in some time. So I think it's going to be, you know, pretty interesting. And then I think everybody's just, as a business and as a race team, you bring the cars that you've got, and, and we're interested in getting these races in, you know, not only for our businesses but for the fans. So if that's what we got to do to be able to get moving and we have to adapt, I've never seen, and I think my father said it the other day on XM, was, you know, I've never seen the teams in NASCAR work so well together towards one common goal. Like, hey, guys, we got to race. So, look, big team, small team, it don't matter. We all just have to adjust and adapt to, uh, to today's times, and, and I think we're doing that. We did run four races. You guys got off to a fantastic start in the Daytona 500, sit currently 23rd in the points standings. Is this an opportunity to be able to simply show up at Darlington, no practice, no qualifying, line up and go race? Is this an opportunity for meteor, uh, media, middle teams, and not the, not the big teams as you referenced to a, mo a moment ago, but middle-of-the-road type teams or even teams smaller than you? Is this an opportunity event where you can maybe jump up and surprise? I think so. I mean, I think, you know, we – we, we do roll off the truck fairly well during practices. You know, we usually got that. Sometimes you give, sometimes you give teams too much time to, to unadjust themselves, to readjust themselves back. We found a lot of times that, you know, we'll move in one direction, but we'll end up the same way we kind of rolled off the truck. So I think, um, you know, I point to my guys that without any practice and qualifying right now for us, make every sure everything is tight and right. That's it. We got to make sure because we can adapt and we can make a lot of room on this racetrack if parts aren't breaking and parts aren't failing. Just make sure that we're out there, we're racing every lap, that we're getting out there and getting good finishes, and, and everything else will, will fall into place from there. With two races at Darlington within four days, then we go to Charlotte the next week and do basically the same thing. How challenging is that going to be just logistically for a race team? Well, I mean, it's the good thing about it, I think, actually, is, is that we're going to, you know, we're going to four places, I guess, not four places, but four times we're going to race there at Darlington and Charlotte everything's with it farthest away is Darlington at two hours. So, so that's not bad considering the fact that like we're going to get there Sunday, the truck driver can leave Sunday morning. If you'd like to, we'll leave Sunday morning. We'll get to the racetrack tech, get on the grid race. Boom. We've got four cars ready. 
you know, for those four races, we got four intermediate cars ready. They're all got parts suspension ready to go. Two of them got motors. And then when the other motors start coming in, we'll, we'll put them in, um, in a perfect world, you know, if let's say Darlington doesn't come out with the right side. I mean, we'll clean that thing off maintenance it. I mean, knock on wood, but let's, let's be real, you know, but we've got four cars ready, but I always expect the worst, you know, I uh, hope for the best. So if a car does come out of there, I mean, we'll clean that thing off and we'll, we'll bring it back there on Wednesday to help the turnaround time. So we're not working like crazy, but um, being close, I think for everything, it makes it a lot nicer to get those, those races in, you know, quicker. Mason, final thing. And yes, you're a competitor and yes, you're a part of this race team trying to go out and get this trophy, multiple trophies out there week in and week out now twice a week in these opening couple of weeks. But as a, as a participant in the sport of NASCAR, as a broadcaster in the sport of NASCAR, we're all in this together. How important is it to you and how big of an opportunity is this for our sport to reach new fans, to potentially reach old fans that haven't been paying attention to our sport as of late, given the fact that we're going to be the first sport going now and no baseball, no hockey, no basketball, all sports world eyes, potentially non-sports world eyes are going to be on the sport of NASCAR racing. How big is this opportunity? Oh, I mean, this opportunity is absolutely massive for our sport. I mean, I think NASCAR has done an excellent job with being like, all right, let's get back. Because right now, I mean, like you said, there's no hockey, there's no baseball, there's no basketball, there's nothing. And we're going to be running midweek races at the same time. So people are going to be home. They want to see something live on television, right? So I think us getting out there and, and putting on a good show for everybody at home. I mean, you saw what iRacing's been doing. I mean, the unique viewership that's be able to come in from watching just iRacing um, has been astounding. I've seen the numbers. They, they come to us each week. So now that I think that we get out there and we're going to put a, a live product back there on the track, um, not only on Sundays, but also on Wednesdays when everybody's just kind of sitting home, you get a seven thirty race and people go, I wonder what I can watch on TV. Boom. I mean, the unique viewership is, is going to be good. I think this is an excellent opportunity for NASCAR and for our sport in general to get back out there and show, you know, that, Hey, life's not going to stop because this is going on. You know, we gotta, we gotta move forward a little bit. We gotta, we gotta get some normalcy back. And I think NASCAR proving it. And I think our sport in general has the best opportunity with this amount of room that we have at the racetrack being outside. I mean, we just, we fit in perfectly for that. I think our sport, our sport was meant to. As weird as it sounds, with Corona happening and all the different things, I think our sport was the one meant to come back first. So, so I'm excited, as I'm sure everybody else is. Yeah, we appreciate you being a leader in our sport. Thanks so much for taking time to join us here on MRN Crew Call. We can't thank you enough, and by golly, we can't wait to to see your race car on the racetrack going in, in anger yet again, off into turn number one at Darlington. So, uh-huh. Mason, thanks, thanks for everything. Yes, thank you, Alex. I appreciate you. Stay safe, and uh, I look forward to Darlington. Trust me. That's General Manager Go Fast Racing, Mason St. Hilaire. More MRN Crew Call when we come back. Wherever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. You can count on Hercules Tires to have your back when times are tough, all while adding money to your pocket. The purchase of four qualifying Hercules Tires through May 31st, 2020 could get you up to a $70 Visa prepaid card. Visit HerculesTire.com slash spring rebate to learn more. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. 
Well, thanks again for joining us on this week's MRN Crew Call. The Motor Racing Network wants to know how you're going to take in this weekend's race from Darlington Raceway. Tweet us your own personal America's Tailgate Party. It could be pics, videos, whatever the case. Show us your food spread, maybe all the racing memorabilia that surrounds you while you're taking in the race. Whatever the case may be, send it to our Twitter page, at MRN Radio, but be sure, use that hashtag, Ask MRN, and who knows, maybe you'll see your spread on an upcoming show. Until next time, I'm Alex Aiden. Thanks so much for joining us on the Motor Racing Network. MRN Crew Call was brought to you by Hercules Tires.